0: Scarlet was fizzing with excitement. Lemonade bubbles popping in her belly, tickling her skin. But mixed with that was a shadow, a cold fear that something terrible would happen. She'd forget her steps, or not be able to hold the handstand long enough. She'd drop Fay when Fay was relying on her for the shoulder lift or Scarlet's costume would rip and the whole school and their mums and dads and carers and all the teachers would see and point fingers and laugh. Her cheeks grew hot at the thought. They got to the school crossing and Fay linked her arm. It will be so good, Faye said. My auntie's coming with my mum and my granny. Scarlet had one person coming to the talent show. Nana whom she lived with. Come on! Scarlet tugged Fay, and they ran to overtake the group of littlies with their bags and buggies and mums walking like slower than a snail. A really tired snail. I can't believe they're making us do lessons tomorrow, Scarlet said. We should get the morning off, yeah? Like, to prepare. Fay put on a funny voice, like a bossy grown-up. They don't get time off on Strictly, she said. They work really, really hard for hours and hours. Then go and do the day job if they have one. A gust of wind rattled the trees along the edge of the pavement, blowing dust into Scarlet's eyes. She stopped to blink it away. I think Adam Doyle might win, Scarlet said, linking with Fay again. Adam was singing Stand By Me. No backing track or anything, performing all on his own with his eyes closed. And it was amazing. In the dress rehearsal that afternoon, Mrs. Sullivan had practically been in tears when he'd finished. She'd wiped her eyes and said, That's just lovely, Adam. He should do the voice, Faye said. Spits of rain tapped Scarlet's face and she pulled her hood up. There's a weather warning, Faye said. Storm Dennis. Her dad worked for Green Flag, rescuing people whose cars had broken down. When the weather was bad, he was really busy. There's always a weather warning, Scarlet said. It's the climate. Another thing that gave her a flip-flop feeling inside. Because the whole world was burning and drowning and still hardly anyone was doing anything. Or not the people in charge of stuff. Will you braid your hair? Fay said. No time now, Scarlet said. It'll be all right in a bun. An updo, Fay said. A puff. It took like a million hours, and it really hurt to have her braids done. And Nana had to pay for it as well. So mostly Scarlet had an afro style, and it was just long enough to scrape back with a bobble. I'll have a French plait. Fay had really long, blonde hair. She could do loads of different styles with it. There was a clattering noise, and Scarlet saw Jason on his skateboard coming along the pavement behind them. He slowed as he got closer and did a kickflip, spinning the board over and landing on top. Fay cheered. Have a go, Scarlet said. Jason gave a nod. He flicked the board up and stood it at his side. She slid off her backpack and rested it by the wall, checking for dog mess first. Scarlet could do an ollie, popping the tail of the board, dragging the nose and pulling it into the air with her as she jumped, and she could nearly do a nollie, popping the nose instead of the tail. She tried that now, and it worked. It worked! Cool, Jason said. He took back his board and skated off ahead. He likes you. Fay said. Scarlet squirmed, but she felt a kick of pleasure too. Do you like him? Fay said. Maybe. Jason was really quiet. He didn't mess about like some of the other boys, who acted really stupid. He was shy, Scarlet thought, but he had this really nice smile, long brown hair and brown eyes. He was brilliant at drawing, as well as skateboarding. When they'd had to write a piece in literacy about what they wanted to be when they grew up, Jason said a graffiti artist, like Banksy, or the one who did the poster of Obama that Nana had, it said Hope.